Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. And welcome back to Today's Issues, folks. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman this week and uh, joined by Dr. Ray Pritchard. Uh, Ray, tell our folks a little bit. I try to to do this. Uh, You never asked me to do it, but I, I like to do it. Tell our listeners about your ministry, Keep Believing uh, Ministries, and uh, tell folks about your website and what is there because you got a lot of great stuff available. In the last half hour, Ed, we were talking with Jan Markell about the second coming, the apocalypse, and it just made me think that if you'd like to go through the whole book of Revelation, free video course, it's online at keepbelieving.com. I taught it during the middle of the pandemic. And just went through chapter by chapter by chapter. There are about 23 hours of teaching on the book of Revelation. We called it the uh, the beginning of the end. Because it's, a, it's the way the Bible story ends up. So surf on over to keepbelieving.com. There's a drop-down menu. Click on videos. And you can find the book of Revelation there and all important. It's free. You don't have to register. You don't have to sign up and you don't have to give any money. It's free Bible teaching on the book of Revelation at keepbelieving.com. All right. So they go to the drop. There's a drop down menu that says videos. That's how right. they find it. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, it was funny. You were, you were talking about uh, uh, Tuesday when I, I asked you about it. You mentioned that uh, during the pandemic, you couldn't go anywhere. So you just got in front of your computer and the camera and you just taught the Bible and that, all this stuff. You know, I, I had all this schedule and then, right, the world shut down and the schedule was vaporized just <laughs> like that. You got to do something. You can't watch Netflix 24 hours a day, although maybe some people do. And so we just sat down, turn on the camera, start teaching the Bible and, uh, that's where you'll see the different books of the Bible. That's where the Revelation course came from, because we were, we were. Remember Ed back when yeah. we were all sheltering in place. Yeah, uh, only essential, only essential jobs were allowed. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm so, using air quotes here. Essential. Uh, anyway, we don't want to re- relive that. That was. Uh, that seems like a, a bad dream. Uh, now, so. Uh, and 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 Steve, yes, everything's going so well. Yeah, so the world is just no, no more bad dreams. Everything's no. <laughs> it's almost the millennial kingdom, but it's, it's not almost. Quite. We're so close, so close, so, so close, because humanity is just always aching to do things God's way. That's right. All right, what kind of news stories you got for us? I'm sure that we're all going to be looking forward to this. Well, it does. It starts with you've been noticing the attacks on uh, pro-life pregnancy centers of late. Since this whole uh, the the draft decision that we think could possibly overturn Roe v. Wade that the Supreme Court is still holding on to, but they are going to issue here in this month probably, and um, it's just infuriated the pro-abortion crowd, and they're not taking kindly to it, and they're not deciding to play by the rules. I wanted you to hear uh, this. So the among the um, Clinics that are the clinics, the pregnancy centers that have been hit, a lot of them have graffiti scrawled on them as well as like they're being firebombed, etc. The graffiti says dozens, dozens, dozens. dozens. Yeah. I, in fact, I heard, saw numbers in the 50s that have been yeah. 
vandalized, firebombed, or threatened. Yeah. Um, you'll see a, um, a, a thing that says, if, if abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. It's right. not even applied. It's just a threat. Yeah. And it's usually signed by a group called Jane's Revenge. I had never heard of them up until a few weeks ago. Well, I don't know that they existed up until a few okay. weeks ago. Well, they exist now. And they have set out a manifesto, a threat. Um, I'll read you just a couple sentences from it. It says, you've seen that we're real. We're not merely pushing empty words. And then they take responsibility for 16 different clinic uh, acts of violence. Clinic. I keep saying clinic. It's a pregnancy center. Acts of violence. You have walked away. Now the leash is off, they say. And we will make it as hard as possible for your campaign of oppression to continue we have demonstrated in the past month how easy and fun it is to attack. We are versatile. We are mercurial. We answer to no one but ourselves. We promise to take increasingly drastic measures against oppressive infrastructures. Rest assured we will, and those measures may not come in the form of something so easily cleaned up as fire and gra graffiti. Eventually, your insurance companies, your financial backers will realize you are a bad investment. And then... Uh, they say, through attacking, we find joy, courage, and strip the veneer of impenetrability held by these violent institutions. They're calling pregnancy centers violent somehow. Yeah. Um, Ray, this, uh, this is part of, we were talking last hour, this is part of that uh, demonic revolutionary spirit. Um, our, our revolution, the American revolution, I don't believe was evil. It was rooted in a Christian worldview, and that's the way the country was set up. Uh, but uh, across the pond was the French Revolution, which was very bloody and demonic. Um, and we see that same kind of revolutionary spirit in Jane's Revenge. Uh, so they admit to taking joy in burning down buildings and threatening people. My question is, it seems to me that the Department of Justice could, if they wanted, put the hammer down on this group. It is kind of a loose affiliation. They don't have an office or anything like that, but I think that they probably could find these people if they wanted. Maybe they are looking into it, but it seems to me that the Biden administration is uh, kind of taking a wink-wink approach to assassination attempts on the uh, on a Supreme Court justice and these fire bombings. You think I'm being unreasonable here? Well, first of all, abortion is demonic. It's tied in with the it's tied in with the the sacrifice of babies in the Old Testament, which is always one of the marks of idol worship of of the worship of man instead of the worship of almighty God. And I'm only thinking about that because I've been going through the, the, the story of the Exodus lately and reading this in the Old Testament. We ought not to be surprised that when men turn away from God, life loses its value. And that is what has happened in our society. Life has lost its value. So, therefore, if you're in favor of killing the unborn, why would you stop at uh, why would you? Why would you even blink when somebody uh, 
commits an act of violence at a crisis pregnancy center. If anything, the whole moral universe has been turned upside down in that statement about these people are violent. No, no, no. The, the people who are working to save lives, they are the kindest, gentlest people in the world. And yet now in the name of uh, women's rights, reproductive freedom, we're scrawling things on the wall and we're breaking down, you know, we're breaking glass and we're threatening physical violence against those who would defend the unborn. And guys, I just wonder what's going to happen. Let's suppose, let us suppose that the Supreme Court does indeed uphold Dobbs in Mississippi and at the same time overturns Roe v. Wade. I think we're going to see a wave of this kind of violence across the country. And I, I certainly say to those who support the crisis pregnancy centers, you ought to be praying. Uh, and Ed, you mentioned earlier about fasting. People ought to be praying and they ought to be fasting because um, if indeed the court comes down on the side of life, as we hope and pray they will, the other side has shown now they are willing to stop at nothing to defend the right to kill the unborn unfettered in America. Well, that's a great, great uh, comparison, great statement there, um, Ray, because it is true that um, if if you're okay with killing and dismembering unborn babies, why would you why would you stop with adults? Mm-hmm. And if the Supreme Court, Steve, does overturn Roe v. Wade, then these folks like Jane's Revenge, and I don't I don't want to give them a whole lot of publicity, but they are in the news. People right. are talking about them. They're not probably the only ones. But if if the Supreme Court does overturn Roe versus Wade, then they're no longer just trying to intimidate the Supreme Court. They're no longer just trying to uh, get uh, a different decision. Now they're out for revenge. Yeah. That uh, become, well, it's becomes, in the name. Jane's yeah. Revenge. Right. Jane, by the way, for those of you who are uh, curious as why Jane, uh, Jane Doe. Yeah. Doe, uh, the the Anonymous, who turns out to be uh, a woman who later became pro-life, um, was in Dovi Do. Um, I'm sorry, Doe Roe, versus Jane Bolton. Roe. Okay, uh, Roe was Jane Roe. But um, Senator Marco Rubio of Florida has asked the Justice Department, Merrick Garland, to weigh in on this and to go after these people and not let this go. No word yet from the Justice Department. I cannot wait for today's White House press conference to see if Peter Ducey asks Jean Pierre. Um, whether or not the president supports this violence. I want to see her, him, and Haw, and say, well, you know, they're passionate. Yes. Um, I just, I, I, I hope it's on the docket. Oh, by the way, I want to uh, play you guys. This is how the media is covering this. Now, this is a report from CNN. It, it came um, before this manifesto, so um, they don't reflect the the threat part in here so that's why you're not talking about it. but this is the only network to cover any is this of these CNN attacks or CBS CNN CNN okay the only network to hmm. cover these attacks 50 some attacks or 30 uh, 20 something if you're thinking the violent ones i want you to listen to um, first of all notice how they refer to the pregnancy centers as and then listen to what they say about um, this group Jane's revenge um Cut eight. This week, just hours before the Department of Homeland Security issued a bulleted warning of potential violence surrounding the upcoming Supreme Court ruling on abortion rights, 
An anti-abortion clinic was allegedly firebombed by someone in upstate New York. Hardin says he believes Compass Care was targeted because of the services they provide. It's an anti-abortion clinic, which offers what Hardin calls ethical medical care to women considering abortion. At a press conference earlier this week, Hardin blamed the damage on a group called Jane's Revenge, sort of. They have said that they would strike again in, in different parts of the state on the lead up to the potential of Roe versus Wade being overturned, and they have done that here, apparently. We're not sure exactly who's done it. What makes you think it was this group, Jane's Revenge, that attacked your facility? They left their signature calling card, number one, with their spray-painted message on the side of our building saying Jane was here. Who exactly Jane's Revenge is is still unclear. The group, if they're a group at all, remains anonymous. It might not be, even be a group. Well, we, we now know <laughs> that they are. <laughs> well, this is, Ray, kind of the difficulty with these, these anarchists. And, you know, we've seen this with uh, the anarchists and Antifa uh, in the summer of 2020 with a lot of the violence and the burning of cities and the taking, taking over of uh, the downtown area and a couple of cities. Um, we, we saw this, um, I, I think, uh, candidate Biden, I think it was in the run up to the 2020 election, uh, said um, Antifa is just an idea. It's not a group either. So the fact that sometimes they're loosely organized, I guess, doesn't mean it's not a group, but they're a, a real threat. Well, somebody's out there doing this stuff, right? Yeah. Somebody wrote that manifesto that's been circulating on the Internet. Somebody has said, we've done this and we're going to do a whole lot more. This hasn't come out of nowhere. This isn't this is not artificial intelligence doing it. Somebody <laughs> wrote that stuff. So. It's the Russians. They are. I think it's the Russians. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just the, kidding, the, folks. Just the DOJ has said that they expect violence from both sides <clears throat> to come from uh, yes. this ruling. So I don't know what violence they expect pro-lifers to commit after they get everything they've been dreaming about for 40 years. It's confusing I, this to is, me. This is, <laughs> yes, this is absolutely confusing. They they have been saying they expect violence from both sides on this and. The only side that we've seen the violence from, if it's if it's all attributable to this Jane's revenge, but even if it isn't, has been from the pro-abortion side. And, and it is tiresome hearing the news media call crisis pregnancy centers anti-abortion groups. I, 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 I wasn't born yesterday. This has been going on for a long time. But it is, matters. it's tiresome. I guess it's been going on so long. That's why it's tiresome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else you got? All right. Uh, President Biden is trying desperately to figure out who to blame for the high gas prices that you're seeing at the pump and the inflation that uh, continues to plague the country. Uh, he decides now he wants the gas and oil companies uh, that they're to blame because they're gouging the customers. I want you to hear what the Biden administration is asking and how they're appealing to these groups because it, uh, it to me it's it's kind of – a little ironic. Uh, it's, 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 let me say it's manipulative at best. Let's listen to, this is Karine Jean-Pierre, the White House Press Secretary, cut five. I see it as a patriotic duty, um, as, we're, as we are, um, uh, as we've talked about, there's war. What they have been doing is taking advantage of the war. We are calling on them to do the right thing, to be patriots here. It's patriotic to, you know. <laughs> so, so they want the, 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 the by the way, uh, I want you to go ahead and say her name again, because I think you just like saying it. 
Karine Jean-Pierre. Because you speak uh, French, well, so you like mm. you like saying it with that accent. So what uh, Karine Jean-Pierre uh, <laughs> is uh, saying is mm. the Biden administration wants oil companies to increase production. Yes, I, I like saying Kylian Connolly better, but <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, he wants them to increase production, so he wrote a letter saying uh, that they're going to... By the way, his letter says, in a time of war, which he says we're in, refinery profit margins well above normal being passed directly on to American families is not acceptable. You have an immune, uh, opportunity, he tells the oil companies, to take immediate action to increase the supply of gasoline. We are prepared to use all reasonable and appropriate federal and government tools and emergency authorizations to increase refinery capacity, to make you do it. The American Petroleum Institute wrote uh, Dear Joe back, and they said, yeah, you know, here's what you need to do if you want to bring gas prices down. They have a plan called 10 for 10 and 22. The first one is to lift development restrictions on federal lands and waters. Let, let us drill for more oil because we need to. And the second one is designate critical energy infrastructure projects. Let's not be shutting down the pipelines and such. Right. So that was their response to the president's uh, attempt to blame oil companies once again. Yeah. For the and listen, if if it was true, if they were price gouging, uh, I think that's absolutely fine to shine a spotlight on that, so the American uh, public knows that. But it is also clear, Ray, that the Biden administration, from day one, declared war on petroleum and other and natural gas and so on and so forth, and we are eating the fruit of that. You know, I was thinking about the president going over to Saudi Arabia. I wish him well over there, right? Good, safe trip. Yep. Talk, talking with the sheiks over there. Um, and they'll probably loosen the, the, the spigot a little bit. But this is largely a this is largely a man-made crisis that started on day one when Joe Biden, fulfilling one of his campaign promises, you know, forget about the Keystone Pipeline. Yep. Okay, when you take the— when, when you take the approach that we're going to hamstring our own oil and gas industry, why is anybody surprised? Then when the war in Ukraine breaks out two years later, gas prices go through the roof. It's like an inevitable consequence. And, guys, I don't know. I it, I don't think there's anything he can do today. I'm talking about Mr. Biden. I don't think anything the president can do today that's going to drop oil, uh, gas prices next week right it's still right. be months down the road before there's much change gas prices are speculative in other words yeah. it's not just uh that you that we we get a, a a backup at the suppliers and then the and then finally after a week or two and it's not hitting the gas stations the prices go up no they they do this they they set their prices off of the price of crude oil right so that's why you'll see day by day this is going up because the price of crude oil changes every day and so, um, yeah, there might be some things that he could do. And I'm not an economist. I wish we could ask one. But there might be some things that he could do in the, in the near term that would stabilize or even reduce the price of oil, which would bring down the uh, well, cost of gas. Well, but like you I said, don't know what they it's, are, it's speculative. So what the uh, oil companies need to see is a president who is supportive of and initiates an end to regulations of drilling right. and a president right. who says go g drill as much oil as you can 
we are going to pr- we are going to start producing tons of oil barrels and barrels millions it, of barrels it? and was and it? then the specula- then the speculation is that's going to be a long-term commitment and then the was oil it? go ahead i'm sorry Brian. wasn't it sarah palin who said drill baby drill drill baby drill <laughs> so that that to me is where the speculation would come in okay we've got a long-term commitment we're going to invest and then people will start seeing the price of crude drop and that would help relieve some of the inflationary pressures too if gas could go down. And to the contrary, the administration has promised to kill the oil industry. So Yes. Right. And, and the coal right. industry. And and the, the, right. So, yeah, a lot of patriotism, you know, taking ask for patriotism. Patriotism works both ways yeah, there, buddy. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre. Yes. <laughs> All right. Hey, you want to lighten the subject a little bit? Please. All right. Um, You know, they just had this uh, March for Our Lives, they call it. This is pro-abortion march on the mall in Washington. And this is on the heels of this thing we've been talking about with Roe v. Wade. Well, I don't know who this group is because they didn't say, but this guy is brilliant. This this is a young man who went out and did an interview with all these uh, women and one man and asked them about, well, you'll hear, it's it's a fascinating uh, little demonstration um, and this is cut 12 the right to govern our own bodies just like men have always had it's that simple do you support the right for people to not get the covid vaccine it's irrelevant uh, my body my choice you're right it's not irrelevant yeah but one saves lives you're right. access to health care should be, not be something that is dictated by the supreme court during the pandemic did you support people's right to not get the covid vaccine it's a difficult conversation. So you do support in that situation people not having control of their bodies. That's not that's not having not control of your bodies. Like I don't understand. <sighs> you support the pe- people's right to choose not to get the COVID vaccine? Um I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I I can see why. <laughs> yeah, we I'm we not we doing uh, that. Yeah, yeah, Steve uh, did try to find out who who, what the group was, or, or if it's just an individual, um, but but the important point is that these these women and one guy, I think, yeah, right? Well, they, there was, but I didn't include that in the. Okay, cup, so uh, there was no answer, Ray. I mean, that was either it's an absolute principle, my body, right. my body, my choice, or it's not. You pick and choose, and you could you could clearly see that he laid the trap. Right. for these ladies and they fell into it and they realized they fell into it and had no answer whatsoever right none i think the left's arguments are full of internal contradictions they're not yes. logically consistent at all because they're, usually they depart from real life from reality. yeah from reality from nature's law i guess and so whether it's men being women or whether it's abortion or whatever it is there is a an internal contradiction there and if you can find it like this guy did you can you can go all right hey uh, this uh is not the first time we've had inflation in this country we had inflation back in the day when jimmy carter was president and i want you to hear one of our favorite presidents ronald reagan how he what's that oh all right well so we're we... not going to hear that <laughs> brent just said okay. no all right well, we, we, we will post it. Can, yes. we, can we post it? And it is, it's we, good. we did run out of time. And uh, my apologies. I probably talked too much, Steve. Uh, yeah, let's blame you. Ronald Reagan, <laughs> it, is a, it is a great clip from a speech. 
Uh, Brent will post it on our Facebook page. And uh, it is discussing inflation, recession, depression. And, and recovery. And recovery. And it's, it is a uh, delightful look back at, in my opinion, the, the uh, greatest president uh, of the last, whatever, we're in 50 years. Um, so I, I have a hard time catching up with the years. So anyway, folks, <laughs> you will be able to check you. that out. We're sorry we <laughs> kind of teased it and weren't. You know, Brent spoils our fun know, right? a lot of times with that clock. So, All right, folks, we're done. More great programming directly ahead. This is American Family Radio.